highlighting the top core plays here in week 14. Quarterback Geno Smith has been on a tear over his last four games, getting over 20 DK points in each of those games. And if you look back five games, had 19 DK points in that game as well. Didn't really matter what the matchup was. He's been very consistent as a fantasy producer. This week where we don't have a lot of quality options, especially at a cheaper price point, Geno Smith is kind of the, the best of the rest. Like that is what we have. Just given the price point, Geno Smith is going to be one of the better plays on the slate. 6.2 for a guy that is passing the ball about 35 times per game. Uh, in an offense that just lost a bunch of their offensive running backs, potentially, Geno Smith might have to be forced to throw the ball a little bit more. Noah Fan's been stepping up. Obviously, Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf, both studs. Geno Smith makes a lot of sense this week, and he's one of the quarterbacks I'm looking to a lot this week. And if it's not going to be Geno Smith, it's going to be this guy. Tyler Hundley. Tyler Hundley is Lamar Jackson, just not. Okay, like you watch the film and it's just like that is the same guy. Like if you didn't know it wasn't Lamar Jackson, it'd be tough to figure out in a small sample size. Okay, and that's the clear thing I want to point out. Like, yes, over a long season, Tyler Huntley's flaws might come through, but in a one-week situation against Pittsburgh, that's going to be a good matchup. Tyler Huntley's going to be running the football a lot. Wouldn't be surprising to see him get a rushing touchdown. Wouldn't be surprising to see him have a good day throwing the football. Like, the offensive scheme is not going to change that much, at, if at all, with Tyler Huntley at quarterback. Tyler Huntley is a perfect filler, especially at a price point of 5.5 on DraftKings. He could easily go out and be one of the top-scoring quarterbacks on the slate, and that's because... A lot of the higher-priced quarterbacks on the site are going to be too high-priced. And just looking at guys, this is what I mean. You got Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, all in difficult matchups. Sure, you could go with Joe Burrow. Uh, Dak Prescott, tough matchup. Deshaun Watson, sucks. Um, and then from there, like Kurt Cousins, great matchup. You could easily play him. I see him more as a GPP stacking-only play. Same thing with Trevor Lawrence, GPP only stacking play, although the price point's great. It wouldn't be shocking to see him have a good game against Tennessee. And then same thing with Jared Goff. Those three quarterbacks are all basically the same play to me, whereas like Tyler Huntley has a little bit of rushing upside, kind of has some solo appeal. It makes sense as well. These quarterbacks are going to be good enough plays for you, though, as well. So at running back, the only real running back that I like this week is going to be Dalvin Cook going against the Detroit Lions, a team in which he did well against in week one or week three, four yards shy of that 100 yard bonus and didn't get any receptions in the passing game. Okay. If he gets that bonus and if he gets a couple of receptions, he has a much better game against Detroit. He is someone that's going to play about 80 to 90% of the snaps, most likely um, been getting 20 opportunities plus the last two weeks. And those were difficult matchups. And he was still able to have good games, good enough games for DFS purposes or season long purposes. Okay. Now he's going to be in spot that could potentially be a smash spot. Dalvin Cook at 7.3 is really the only standout running back play that we have on this week considering price point so take advantage of that price point take advantage of the matchup the snaps and the opportunities that he's going to get he's the only good running back play this week and then because we don't have any like real standout strong running back plays i might just be defaulting to paying up for christian mccaffrey who i do think is going to get a lot of manufacturers manufactured touches in the passing game we saw him get 10 targets last week and i think we are going to see that continue once again next week uh going against the tampa bay buccaneers who have been a little bit leaky against running backs as of recent so christian mccaffrey could easily get seven targets once again last week or next week six receptions 60 yards in the receiving game like that is certainly within the realm of possibilities then you just worry about his yards per carry and his total yards um against the bucks in the rushing game but should be a strong price point play as it sits right now where we don't have any other obvious plays i'm fine with paying up for Christian McCaffrey. And I say that because we have a lot of running back injury news to wait on. 
that we might not even get until Saturday night or Sunday morning. When that comes, I'll have that updated in the videos that come out around that time. So the receiver position is where we're going to get all of our top end plays on the slate, starting with the highest price player on the slate, Justin Jefferson, and he should be. Okay, two straight weeks of over 11 targets, and he is consistently getting double-digit targets. He is basically not leaving the field. Gets a great matchup going against Detroit, which coincidentally was one of his worst games of the season. Just kind of a random game. Um those happen. I'm not too worried about it. He could easily go off and go for 30 DK points. You expect him to go for 20 plus DK points, and we should be locking in 20 plus DK points. Justin Jefferson against Detroit is going to be highly appealing. My biggest issue with that is I don't like to double dip the chip with running back and receiver. I kind of like going Delvin Cook this week, given the price point. So if we're not going with Justin Jefferson, I think we either go with Jamar Chase or ASB to start out our lineups if you want to go that route. Jamar Chase, eight targets last week, three yards shy of the 100 yard bonus, coming in off of a bunch of weeks where he had missed and he looked sharp. Didn't look like he was injured at all. The role is going to be there once again for him. It was very encouraging. So I think we can go ahead and fire him up. Feel pretty confident about playing him. He should be in for a pretty good week. Obviously that offense has been looking much better as of recent. ASB. ASB is going to be someone that's going to be very difficult to pass up on as well. Playing a lot of snaps, playing about 90% of the snaps, getting a ton of targets. He also had a pretty good game against Minnesota. Wasn't elite. You know, you would take three point or 13.3 DK points uh, with the upside to go for 30 plus DK points. Like <laughs> I love that range of outcomes from ASB. Sure. The price point is priced up a little bit too much. Maybe Jefferson and ASB are, are more of GPP stacking plays, just given their price points, but both of them could easily go off and get 20 plus DK points for you this week. And then from there, I do think Chris Goblin is just such a safe play. Just given once again, given the snaps, I love chasing snap counts guys, about 90% of the snaps going to get around you know, let's say seven to 10 targets that leads to high consistency and also a high ceiling. We just saw him finally have kind of a breakout game where he was able to get 32 DK points. That was well overdue. And I think we could potentially see more of that to come. Okay. Chris Goblin at 6.7, highly appealing. Sure. The matchup isn't the best, but still should be a strong price point play for you on this slate. Christian Kardec, I do still like this week. Once again, I feel like you guys know I love me some Christian Kirk this whole season. Still think he's going to be a fine play. Do want to touch on Garrett Wilson as well. Garrett Wilson saw 90% of the snaps last week, which highly encouraging to me. The issue with Garrett Wilson this, this year has been quarterback play and just not on the field enough to really go gung ho with him. Okay. The price point has been great. So you're considering him. The talent has been great. He has been so eye-popping on film this whole season. Last week, had 15 targets, had 27 DK points. That is two straight games of over 20 DK points. I mean, what is there not to like about Garrett Wilson, especially given the matchup with Buffalo, a matchup that he just went for 17.9 DK points against? He should be in for a great week with the improved quarterback play with Mike White. Obviously, the last two weeks were with Mike White at quarterback. Uh, Garrett Wilson, 5.9, too cheap. He is someone that I think we're just going to have to go ahead and roster this week. From there, you guys are probably sick of me saying this, but Deontay Johnson playing too many snaps, getting too many targets, kind of like Chris Goblin, a big week, especially given the matchup, a big week is going to happen sooner or later. The production's there, the snaps there. It just hasn't come together for a big week. Like he hasn't gotten a touchdown, hasn't gotten a hundred yard receiving game. I will continue to chase the snaps, the targets, and the matchups, and Deontay Johnson will eventually go out and have a great week. And then lastly, DJ Chark week ended up working out pretty well. 4.3 for him this week going against Minnesota. He ended up playing 84% of the snaps. Now, that was highly encouraging to me. It was highly encouraging to me how good he looked, and I'm not going to lie, I'm still bittersweet about him not getting two more yards in the receiving game to get that 100-yard bonus. That would have been pretty nice, but strong price point play. DJ Chark, it's a great matchup, and once again, that is a game that we will be stacking. Look for that stacking video come 
Thursday or Friday. Then getting into the tight end position, the tight end position is casually loaded with three really great plays. I will say TJ Hawkinson still a good kind of pay up play. I think, uh, playing a lot, getting a decent amount of targets, uh, could easily go out and have a great game against his former team, the Detroit Lions. Uh, just don't be shocked if he does that. Um, yeah. George Kittle, though, guys, man, what a cheap price point for George Kittle. And this is very interesting. Like in GPPs, core play for sure. In cash, maybe not. We have to think about it. GPPs, though, he could easily go off and break the slate. He could easily be the highest scoring tight end play on this slate. It's just such a cheap price point for him. Uh, you look at last week, last week they were ahead, so they just ran the ball a little bit more, especially with a backup quarterback in there. Um, sure, if they get ahead early against Tampa Bay, that could be the offense as well. But you know, I expect that game to be a little bit closer. If it is, then George Kittle should need to get the ball a little bit more in the passing game. And then George Kittle would be much more appealing. Okay, the Bucks do struggle against opposing tight ends as well. 4.3 is just an insane price point for a guy that could easily be the highest scoring tight end on the slate. And he is playing 97% of the snaps. Like, can't pass up those snaps and the high ceiling that he has in GPPs. In cash, you could think about it because we do have two other really standout plays. One of those plays being Greg Dulcich, who might be Russell Wilson's favorite passing target with Cortland Sutton potentially injured. He could potentially miss this week. If that happens, Greg Dulcich just might have to play him. Eight targets last week has best game as a... NFL player last week scoring 14.5 DK points. Now he gets a better matchup against KC uh, at 3.4 with the amount of snaps he's going to play with the targets that he's going to get. That is a very cheap price point. And then we also are looking at Daniel Bellinger, who, man, he played in 97% of the snaps last week as well. Saw five targets, was able to get five receptions. He is going to be a strong price point play. If you need to pay down at the tight end position, Daniel Bellinger is going to be the guy that you're looking at. If you guys need a kind of safe lineup filler in season-long leagues as well, please look at Daniel Bellinger. And then just kind of rounding out this first look build, um, if Joe Mixon is out, then you can certainly play Samaj P. Ryan once again. Um, Zeke, I guess you could play. The problem with Zeke is that, you know, only 50% of the snaps. We don't love that. Uh, just waiting on some running back injury news to kind of break the the right way for us on this slate. Once that does, we'll see. Like Travis Homer could easily be a lock play um, if Kenneth Walker is ruled out and he's and if Travis Homer is active. But that's all I have for you guys for this video. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. If you did, you know what to do. Give a like and subscribe. That helps me be able to put out more content for you guys. All right, let's have a good week. And as always, let's keep cashing.